Remember, it says, seek ye first. So what does that mean, seek ye first? The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, Malchut Shemaim. Now, when you say that, you would spit on your neighbor almost. It was just <laughs> Malchut Shemaim. Malchut is uh, kingdom, um, and Shemaim is heaven. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, the same. But it says, seek ye first. Now, for a Jew, uh, there is a thing that uh, they study. The, the, the Jewish men are going are gonna to read about the kingdom uh, six days a week. Six days a week. And study that. Uh, it's very important. And so uh, they do the ashray. Ashray. Um, ha'am, ashrei ha'am, happy are the people. Am is people in Hebrew, am. Ashrei is happy. Ashrei ha the am. Happy are the people that know about what? The kingdom. Hallelujah. And so... Uh, when, I don't know if, where the uh, tree is. is. There it is. I see it. Um, you know, we talk about the, uh, the Etz Chaim He. Now, in Hebrew, He is She. So if I'm talking about you, it would be He, because He is She in Hebrew. Hmm? So Etz Chaim He is um, the tree of life is she. What does that mean? It means quite easily um, that when you understand the tree of life, which remember that the kingdom is likened unto a tree, um, that uh, that tree is going to bear fruit. Now, what does Yeshua, what does Jesus do with trees that don't bear fruit? They're gone. They're gone. Whatever it is in your life, and, and uh, the tree is interesting. Um, keep it up, everyone. <laughs> the most important part of the tree, see where all the leaves are? That's Malkut. For you, the, where the lead, that's, that's you. That's where the fruit is. That's where the, yeah. But the trunk is Yesod. Yesod is the foundation. Yesod means foundation. Now, Sod is the Hebrew word secret. <laughs> so there's a secret about the foundation. And um, how many trunks does that tree have? One, because there's only one way to the Father. You know? Now, uh, the important part is, where is wisdom? Chuchma, 
Chokmah. You've got, man, he's Hebrew. <laughs> Chokmah, he is wisdom, you know, is wisdom. Chokmah is in the roots. Now, I'm up there in the leaves, and I'm in the, in the kingdom. I'm in the kingdom, and I'm crying out for wisdom. And the trunk, you know, is uh, Yesod or Yeshua or Jesus. I put it in Christian terms. Jesus is the trunk. <laughs> now, but in the root system are all these things that we need. We need wisdom. Well, you can't get wisdom anywhere else but from God. You know, people promise you wisdom, but there's no wisdom outside of God. None. Now, so you go through the only way, and then the wisdom comes up through the roots and through the trunk and then to... And, oh, what a wonderful thing. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to sing this in Hebrew, Etz Chaim He. And I'm going to sing it the way it's been sung for, well, the way Jesus sang it. And because these songs, you know, it's not, Jesus didn't sing the songs that are in your hymnal. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not great songs. I went around today, I was in tears. How many of you know you can get in tears really easy because you go on YouTube and you find, here was this little boy and he, uh, oh my gosh, you know, and he, he was born to a family of drug addicts and, and that. And, and uh, so he came into the world with this, with this uh, system that was messed up and uh, he was blind and, and now he sings all over, plays the piano, totally and wonderfully healed. Why? There's a, there's a wonderful, the secret to all of this is the Bible is not like any other book. The Bible is a book of prophecy. And a lot of that prophecy is prophecy dealing with you. Now, God said in his word that you're more than a conqueror through him. That's prophecy. Don't go and say, well, I'm failing at this. You're not failing at anything. But you will fail if you continue to confess that. Because you can definitely have what you say. You want failure? Go to the door and holler. Failure, come here. I don't want failure. I, you know, there's 333 prophecies dealing with the person of the Messiah. To fulfill all 333 prophecies is one with a hundred zeros after it to one. How, how many of you understand that it's pretty much saying that it's impossible? It's a, it's a Google to one. One with a hundred zeros after it to one. 
Now, you'll look at some uh, list and they'll say that there's 358 prophecies. Some of them are duplicates. But basically, you have 333 prophecies dealing with the person of Messiah. The, the Bible is just jam-packed with prophecies. It's the only holy book that is a book of prophecies. And there's all of these prophecies dealing with you and your mind. Now, in the scripture, in the Greek text, because I understand Greek too, <laughs> but in the Greek text where it says, you know, that you've been given uh, power, love, and a sound mind. No, it doesn't say sound mind. The Greek word there is not for sound mind. It's for self-control. Self-control. Well, if you have self-control, you have a sound mind. But it's not the word for sound mind, but they translated it that way. But it's for self-control. Self-control, well, that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Well, how many of you want fruit? Karpas is the Greek word for fruit. Karpas. 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 Sounds like car, you know. Karpas is the Greek word for fruit. Well, I, I was walking through the building where we, we have our services, and uh, this man walks up to me, and he hands me a large sum of money, and he says, I like the way you sing. I said, well, that's, that's great. Thank you. And then uh, I, a, a lady came through the building, and she uh, has a daughter, and I knew in the spirit that the daughter needed to be encouraged and so I put the money in the mother's hand and I said, now don't say my name when you talk about this money. This is for your daughter and it's from the Lord. And if you mention my name, that's a no-no. Hallelujah. Why? I needed to plant seed. How did I get the seed? I sang. You know, in the kingdom, you know. So, it's Chaim he l'machazikim ba betom keha meushar derakeha darke nom Shalom, Now, hallelujah. But when you understand that Etz Chaim He is a tree of life, is she. And the reason it's a she is because it bears fruit. 
Amen. Don't say, wow, I'm a girl. I'm not as important. I believe that applies to me, and I'm not a girl, but, <laughs> but I'm part of the bride. Hallelujah. Now, 1 John 1.12 said, As many as received him, them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. He gives power to be saved. He gives power to get, be saved. But what do you have to do to receive that? You have to act on it. Nothing will happen unless you act on it. You have to be obedient to what was just said. Uh, this one isn't on the uh, list, but uh, I'll throw it in there. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. And that's the Greek word martus. How many of you understand martyrs? Martus is a martyr. Remember, we were just talking about that in the back. And it may come my time when, when it's uh, up to me to lay, just lay down my life. Hallelujah. But, but you do it willingly. Why? Because no one can kill me. Hallelujah. And, uh, and you will be my witnesses, Martus. Martus. Well, he gives power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. But how many of you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you received that power from on high and all of a sudden you would face death in a whole different way? Amen. Now, most of us want to stick around and do the work of the kingdom, right? But when it comes that time, you won't even hesitate. You won't even hesitate. And you have, you have people that have gone before you. Hallelujah. And they're up there rooting for you. How? There's power when the Holy Spirit. Look at Deuteronomy 8.18. But... Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee what? Power to get wealth. Power to get wealth. Power to get wealth. How do I do that? You sow. <laughs> How many of you have been, I had a car one time, and, <laughs> and the Lord said, I want you to give that car away. Now, he's not doing anything to make me poor. Do you understand what I'm saying? If he says, give that car away, what does he expect? You know, I mean, I don't know. Hallelujah. I had a, somebody gave me a motorcycle. Can you imagine me on a motorcycle? <laughs> he gave me a motorcycle. And then this young couple that had no vehicle, no way to, no transportation, nothing. And I asked the young man, I said, do you have a, a driver's license so you can drive a motorcycle? And he said, sure, I, yeah, I do. I said, well, in the garage at my house is a motorcycle. It's yours. Hallelujah. Because I couldn't figure out why in the world somebody would give me a motorcycle. I can just see me on a Harley. 
Hallelujah. But sometimes he gives you things, not for you, but for someone else. Hallelujah. So you got to get your head on straight. Now, he gives you power to get wealth. He will give you ideas. In my time in Omaha, I have seen individuals buy companies. This had tw- uh, this that I know of, uh, that I was around, you know, praying with these people. And they, they bought uh, uh, two, two different times uh, companies that were bankrupt. One was a potato, potato chip company. Remember Caps Potato Chips? No, you don't. <laughs> but it was in the grocery stores at one time. Well, they, they spent all kinds of time in a room, these men praying and interceding and praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. And they bought that, that uh, thing and it made money. Well, then it was attractive to a buyer. They bought it and it made no money. I I was in touch with this one individual and he had been in prison. And he got out of prison and eventually he, he just kept prospering and prospering. Why? Because he was going to church and he was tithing and he was giving and he was he understood the principle you can't get outgive God. You can't outgive God. And so he was giving all the time and that company started to look really really good to someone. Wow, and he was ready to to retire and get out of and the the individual bought that thing and you you'd never even knew it ever existed. Why? Because if you Take something that's the Lord's, that the Lord is blessing, and you don't live that kind of life. Don't expect those miracles. I mean, it's, it's interesting how this happens, and I, I've seen it happen several times, like I said, you know, and, and, uh, but he gives you power to get wealth, power to get wealth. Um, 1 Corinthians 4.20, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. In power. Hallelujah. When I pray, I expect answers. I don't hope I get an answer. I sure hope an answer comes, Lord. I'm praying here. What a waste. God said, if you pray, I hear. Is he any respecter of persons? Will he hear my prayer better than yours? Hallelujah, no way. He loves you just as much as he loves me. And besides that, it's his word. You know, the the scripture says that God has exalted his word above his name. Woo! (laughs) Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, Sidkenu. Adonai Sidkenu. 
Adonai Sidkenu. He is the Lord, our righteousness. Hallelujah. He is Adonai Shalom. He is Adonai Shalom. What do people need most? They need peace. And the joy. Sameach. Sameach. There you go again with the guttural. <laughs> Sameach. Adonai Sameach. He is the Lord of joy. What he says, I love a joyful, cheerful giver. How you doing, brother? I just recognize you. Oh, man. <laughs> the light's in my eyes. Sometimes I can't see. But, you know, it's not in meat and drink, but it's in righteousness and peace and joy. Now, if you, get, if you was to get a hold of that, uh, it's very exciting because uh, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Derek is the Hebrew word for way or path. It's like the boy's name, Derek. So, ha Derek, the way, huh? Uh, uh, the the uh, the truth, veha uh, amet, amet, truth, veha amet, ha chaim. He's the truth and the life. And there's three of those areas, isn't there? Well, the way is the way of righteousness. Huh? You see, there's these patterns, don't ignore them. I mean, I'm not here to teach on that tonight. But that's an exciting thing to see. Hallelujah. And you find all three of those things in Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8, right alongside chuchmah, wisdom. Because wisdom is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. How many of you lack wisdom? Ask God, and Yeshua goes and gets it out there in the roots, brings it up through the trunk, and gives it to you. All that the Father hath is mine, saith the Lord. Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Messiah, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled him to himself by Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. And it says in that same section, and he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Messiah Yeshua. You're a new creature. You know, this is the thing. Well, I'm just an old sinner. and Bless God, I don't deserve nothing. Well, you might not deserve nothing. Hallelujah. But the king of glory has given you everything. And if you reject that, you can walk around impoverished. Hallelujah. And never realize the benefits of the kingdom. 
the benefits of the kingdom. I got a hold of that when I was young and I kept thinking, you know, the Lord wants me to have a better and better and better and better and better job. More and more and more money. Why? So that I can have more money in my wallet? No, so that we can further the kingdom. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be wonderful tomorrow God would just drop a thousand dollars in your hand and you were able to bring it up here and just put it in that basket. Because I'm going to tell you something, God doesn't just give hundredfold returns. I have seen it. He doesn't just give hundredfold returns. Second Corinthians 8, 9, for you know the grace of our Messiah, Jesus, that though he were rich, Yet for your sake she became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Now, I don't care who gets upset about this. You know, somebody says, well, you know that evangelist, he, he has a plane. Well, there are people that don't have planes. Well, he has, an, he has a Duplantis, how many, how many of you? And he gets criticized for that? You know what I say? Glory to God! <laughs> Hallelujah! Man, but just don't give me a plane, give me a pilot. <laughs> this is great. You know, he is wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. He took my sin. He took my poverty. He took my disease. My readings as a diabetic, I had... I. My doctor would hate to see me come through the door. And I said, praying, Lord, what do I do about this? What do I do about this? And then all of a sudden, this word comes into my head, potassium. Man, I got on and I said, what, what plants have potassium? Hallelujah. So I... I went to the grocery store and I got me them red peppers and all these different things. You know, I cut them all up and put them in bags. My wife's out of town cooking for myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. I ate the biggest salad. I couldn't even believe how big it was. <laughs> Two hours later, I took my blood sugar and it was 150. I thought, well, it could be 140. But I'll sell it for 150. And I kept doing that. And I started noticing, my goodness, extremely low, you know, down in the normal area. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, This is great. Thank you, Lord. Potassium. I would have never thought of that. How many of you know that God can drop a thought into your head? Don't be afraid of it. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. And so I talked to my wife about that, and she says, well, I'm going to get on that too. I said, great. I'm using that vinegar, what is it, balsam? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm using that vinegar. I thought vinegar would be bad, but it's, it's tasty. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So he became sick with my sicknesses so that I might be healed. Colossians 1.13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and he's translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You were once in darkness. You did not know what to do. You can have a degree. I have three degrees. It doesn't mean a thing. How many of you know you can have a degree and be pumping gas? Not that there's anything wrong with that because I'm going to tell you there's good money in gas. I tell you that uh, God can can prosper you in any area. In any area. Hallelujah. You know, I, I was I, I I met and I I got to hang out for a little bit with the guy that started Mary Maids at, at one time. And I I saw the house, you know, he had a nice house uh, there in uh, Dundee. I was visiting a friend at the house right next, right across the street. My gosh, and his house sold for $650,000. And I thought, well, there are some pretty affluent people here in Omaha. (laughs) Hallelujah. It depends where are your comfort? Where is your comfort level? Huh? Hallelujah. I tell you what, there was a hailstorm one time and I went and bought a car. You have no idea how much they dropped off the price of that thing. What do I care? It's got dimples. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, 6, and he raised us up together and he seated us in heavenly places in Messiah Yeshua. So he translated us out of darkness into the kingdom and he's placed us far above all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. Hallelujah. And look at John 17, 14. I have given them your word. The word, the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. How many of you know you can be in the world but not of the world? I don't want to be under the world system. I want to be under God's system. I want to be with a God that loves me so much that he wants me to get wealth. Hallelujah. And I don't want it to come with any worry. I like Sameach, joyful, joyful. When you look at Isaiah 46, verse, verse 9, remember the former things of old, 
For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Now listen to this. Declaring the end from the beginning. God sees the end before the beginning. Hallelujah. When he looks at a seed, he sees a tree. You might put that little mustard seed in your hand and say, look how dinky that is. And he said, that is the big tree. Well, I don't see it, Lord. Well, when you do, you'll get excited because you'll be holding a tree in your hand. Absolutely. Amen. Look at that. In, in Isaiah 45 and verse 21, tell ye, bring them near, yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient times? God declares things from ancient times as though it is right in the moment. You see, God does not live in time. God does not live in time. Hallelujah. He's all around it. <laughs> but he doesn't live in time. You know, we cover our little watch and we got our little cell phone that tells me what time, wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> Who had told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? Is there no God beside me? A just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Now look at uh, Romans 4, 17 through 22. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, now look, he believes in God, right? Whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. Stop looking at things through your eyes. Start looking at things through the word of God. Hallelujah. Through the word of God. What does God's word say about it? Amen. What does God's word say about it? God, God wants you to prosper. And, uh, you know, here in, in that same Romans 4, uh, it talks about the deadness of Sarah's womb. Was Sarah's womb dead? But it talks about the deadness of Sarah's womb. I got, I was sitting in the congregation one time and I, I, I was up there, my family, I had children, had my children and that, and I'm sitting back there in the, in the congregation and I'm hearing this message being preached and uh, I turned to my wife and I said, you know, we could have another child. She said, don't you dare. Well, then later in life, my son had his family. And now I have a little grandson. Why? Because God can. 
There was a lady in, in Bellevue, and her husband had been diagnosed by the doctors that she would have, she didn't have to worry because her husband was never going, her and her husband were never going to have children. And he was military and everything, I mean, examined all this stuff. And, and so I was over there, and I, she said, I really want, want a family. And I prayed with her, and she had two, two children, two boys. Hallelujah. And when her husband, when they examined him, he had been healed. Hallelujah. Now, why? Because the word of God says that you can, that you should have, you know, I mean, this is something that it promises. And if you want to partake of that, which the word promises, don't be afraid to launch out there and walk on the water. Believe God, don't believe the deadness of Sarah's womb. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. For righteousness. The deadness of her womb. Look at it, Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Yeshua, unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Wow. Man of faith, right? Woman of faith. Who for the joy the Sameach that was set before him, he endured the cross. Now, he's not seeing the cross. There's a difference between Greek thought and Hebrew thought. Greeks go, I'm here. Ten years down the road, I want to be there. Fifteen years down the road, I want to be there. And it's linear. Hebrew thought is not linear. Hebrew thought says, you're already there. Now look back and see where you started. What were all the things that happened along the way don't mean nothing. The fact is you've already received it. When did the fig tree wither and die? When he spoke. That's when it withered and died, when he spoke. Hallelujah. When you get a hold of this, God sees the thing from the end to the beginning. Now, when you, when you look at this, I hath not seen, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, but it's written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. God has things prepared for you because he loves you. He loves you. Jeremiah 29, 11, for you, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans of prosper, to prosper you and not to harm you. I want to prosper you. I don't want to harm you. Hallelujah. Plans to give you hope and a future. Wow, Lord, you promised me a future. You promised to bring this into my life. Hallelujah. What is it you require of me? Do the work of my word, saith the Lord. Give into the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. 
and I will bring it on every wave. On every wave. Hallelujah. You know, one time I was being a little frivolous and I, I wanted a Les Paul 1956 with the P20, your P90s. Uh, and uh, I, I prayed and I walked in and, and there it was and, and I bought it. Now, I learned a long time ago that God loves to give you the desires of your heart. Now, I one time believed God for a horse, but I'll never do that again. <laughs> and I got the horse, and it was really funny. The, the cowboy came up to me, and he said, you know, when my sister was alive, this was her horse, and she has passed away, and would you like her horse? And I said, sure. And then I thought about it. Where am I going to put that thing? Amen? Well, you got to watch what you say because you can have what you say. Hallelujah. And I, I've seen things like that, and you don't, you don't want to get in, in, in too deep in that. And then Matthew in the Lord's Prayer, our Father in heaven, avinu malkenu, our Father, our God, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I want to tell you there is a principle and um, that heaven to earth principle. When you read that prayer, he's looking at it from the end to the beginning. Hallelujah. As it is in heaven... It is on earth. This is the heaven to earth principle. Blessing proceeds from heaven, from the roots, through the trunk, into the tree, the kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, I mean, that's just the way it is. And the eternal is much greater than the temporal. This will pass, but the eternal is eternal. It's forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. The kingdom is at hand. When he says that, the kingdom is at hand. When Yeshua, when Jesus said the kingdom is at hand, what he was saying is it is immediately available. Immediately available. Heavenly quality of life is now within your reach. Isn't that great? I mean, that's good news to me. Hallelujah. Now, 2 Corinthians 4.18. So we fix our eyes not on that which is seen, but with that which is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 
You can tell me about all the reasons why I shouldn't do this and that. And my God will say, go ahead. It's blessed. Hallelujah. If I listened to the devil, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I'm at. Amen. People say, why don't you retire? Well, I did retire, but I still work three days a week as a consultant. You know what my product is? Hallelujah. Amen. Feels good. Hallelujah. Look at this. John 10, 10. There is a thief. He comes in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. Remember the three things? Righteousness, peace, joy. The way, the truth, and the life. I'm not going to teach on that tonight, but you know, this is great, isn't it? Don't ignore these things. They're there for a purpose. And these threes, one of the most wonderful things, all root words in Hebrew are three letters. Even when the word only has two letters, which that's confusing, isn't it? Here's this word. It's only got two letters in it. But the root word has three. All root words in Hebrew have three letters. There's a reason for that too. Mark 4 and 15. Because you see, Jesus has what? I have come that they might have life and have it what? To the full. To overflowing. Hallelujah. My joy, it overflows. That's what David said. My joy overflows. Hallelujah. I've been where that giant was. I've been to that crick. I went down to the crick and I picked up five stones out of the crick. Later on when I got home, I wrote on them. David and Goliath and his brothers. <laughs> Amen. That wasn't even on our trip. We weren't supposed to even go there. How many of you know that God will just give you unexpected stops? Amen. He wants you to see something. If he sees it in your heart, whoo, we're stopping there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was a big lesson learned there, wasn't it? Amen. Now, these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. And such as they've heard, Satan comes immediately and taketh away the word that is sown in their hearts. What does he want to steal? He wants to steal the word out of your heart. See, you're getting a hold of this. You're going to start believing God for big things. Amen. Amen. You know, you can see that trip into Israel. You can see it. You can see yourself over there. Hallelujah. 
You can see it happen. It's not impossible. What does it say? All things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Somebody said to me, I want to take you to Israel. I want you to go to Israel with me and, uh, because I want you to sing. I can do that. Everywhere we went, I sang Hebrew songs. So we're at the garden tomb, and I'm singing, and they shall see me whom they have pierced in Hebrew. And two Jewish ladies come over and said, we want to join ourselves to your group. And our ladies were dancing to that. Hallelujah, as we sang that in the garden tomb. See, was the person that paid for my trip blessed? Absolutely. You know, and, and don't, don't get to feeling bad when God blesses you. You ought to be doing a dance. God wants to bless you. Look at this. He said, you had compassion on me in my bonds and you took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, who for the joy that was set before him, the author and finisher of our faith, he endured the cross. Why? He saw what was going to take place. Had the devil known what was going to happen, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. I think we did that in the back room. Hallelujah. I want to tell you what, God is good, isn't he? Let them shout, Psalm 35 and 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. You are going to get a hold of a vision from God and it's going to show you a righteous cause and you're going to get excited and joyful and you will start believing God for everything it takes, hallelujah, to make that thing happen. Why? Because it's already happened in the kingdom. It's already taken place in the kingdom. Your God spoke it to you. Hallelujah. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows what's going to happen. Hallelujah. And you want to be a part of that. That's why you get excited. God says, I love a cheerful giver. I have seen people actually dancing down the aisle to give into the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. I was in a meeting in Omaha Years ago, Demas Shakarian, somebody nobody's heard of, a few of you, you're, yeah, you're the right, you know. Demas Shakarian was there, and I'm looking, and there's this lady, and she's got this great big goiter on her neck. And I'm behind her. My wife's there. We're behind her. We can see it. Man, you know, it looks uncomfortable. And 
and we're all worshiping God and praising God, and all of a sudden, that goiter, boom. And I turned to my wife, and I said, boy, she's going to be surprised when she gets home. How many of you have seen things like that happen? I have seen legs grow out. I've seen the dead raised. I don't know if you remember, but one time Jerry Seville was, he was, remember, just the guy that took up the offering. I mean, you know, and he'd pray, what was it, Luke uh, 638? You know, given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken shake, together. You know, running over shall men give into your bosom and all. And he, he was, so he was, he was the, the offering taker. And he's in Omaha with uh, Kenneth. And uh, all of a sudden, outside the building, uh, this, this guy was loading a truck and he, and he died. You know, he had a heart attack. Just died right there on the street. Well, Copeland and Jerry then out there, and they just, you know, casually praying. Hallelujah. That guy got back up alive. Different. I wanted to go and say, what did you see? (laughs) I didn't. I thought about it. Hallelujah, this righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Hallelujah. In the prosperity of his servants. Now, here is this Matthew 13, 31 to 32. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in the field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is greatest among herbs and becometh the tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches. When God spoke this, we're looking at the seed. God's looking at the tree. Get your eyes off the seed and get them on the tree. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants you to get active in the word. You may never have prayed for somebody to be healed, in your entire life. God wants you to start praying for people. You may never have actually blessed somebody with an unexpected gift. Now, I got to tell you, I was preaching in this one place and and it was a hotel, you know, and, and I had mentioned that I needed a duplicator. One of the d- tapes, right? And that tells you how long ago that was. So I needed this duplicator. I wanted a duplicator. I was believing God for a duplicator. And uh, after the service was over, 
The man, you know, the guy that counts the money and all that, he comes up to me and says, well, Roger, looks like you got the duplicator. Somebody put in the money for that and, and specified duplicator. Great, great. What I didn't know was that man had been let go from his job and he had no money except that seed. Now, why would God tell you give your, I mean, if you eat the seed, then what do you got? Well, he didn't eat the seed. He planted the seed. And he did it joyfully. His motives were pure. And we ended up with that duplicator and used it for all kinds of ministries. I mean, anybody that needed duplicating, we did it for them. And, uh, but that guy, you know, he, he, he did that, and that was his money to live on. Now, you hearing God? Yes, I believe I am. And I'm doing this joyfully because I believe it's God. And he did. He did. I mean, it was honest to goodness thing. And he left that meeting and got the best job he ever had. Hallelujah. Was it because he had, he had things out there, you know, to try to get He'd been out of work. He didn't have anything left except that. And he thought, man, I can do this. He wanted to get involved in that thing. And he got involved in it. Did it make him poor? No, because God, God's already said he, he rejoices in, in prospering you. He enjoys giving you the power to get wealth. Now, Zechariah 4.10, and I'm going to close with this. Do not despise small beginnings. Don't despise that seed. It'll turn into a tree. <laughs> Amen? The Lord rejoices to see the work begin. The Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Do you want the work to begin? Now, I know you do because I can see that you've, some of you came up and put that in there. And... I don't, I don't even have to ask my wife, did we give this month? What do, you, what, what do you think she does before anything else happens? What's the most important thing to do? I, I, cannot, I cannot go without that. I, my wife is a good wife. Been married to her for 55 years. Now... That says something about her. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why she's in Hawaii. No, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, some, some husbands in, in the world, worldly guys, you know, they, they are, hold on. They don't understand that you, in order to really see something flourish, you got to let it go. Amen. My wife's never going to hurt me financially. 
I said that one time, and uh, right away, things started happening, bad stuff to me. And God said to me, you said it with your mouth. You believe it in your heart. Don't look at what's going on right this minute. This is not real. What's real is what you've been believing. Do not allow yourself to get upset. How many of you know anger will cause you to lose blessings? Hallelujah. Say the wrong things. You know. And so, God's speaking to you all the time. He's your coach. He's better than any football coach. He's trying to encourage you to get a hold of his word, take a hold of it, and don't let it go. And no matter what you see, hear, taste, smell, or feel, just believe the word. Believe the word. I'm a mechanical engineer, and I see things before they exist. How many of you know that about engineers? They used to ask me, how can you, when we were doing that, you know, with the pencil, and how do you know where to start on that drawing, you know? So when it's all done, it all fits on one piece of paper. I said, well, I see it. I see it. That's how I know. I see it before I ever start. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you'll go to sleep, especially now that I'm old, I dream about answers. I'm faced with problems. And, and I enjoy the fact that I'm linked with the solver of problems. Amen? Hallelujah. Who can give you the answer to anything you need to know. And so... Don't get upset. Get blessed. Now, I know that uh, the time, I don't know what time it is. I don't, I'm sorry, but I, I lose track of time. But how many of you here are married? And you really want your marriage to be what so many people dream. I married my junior high school sweetheart. Met her in seventh grade. I was smitten then, I'm smitten now. Hallelujah. Now, you want that for you. You want, you know, you want that, you want the blessings of God. You want, you want to flow as echad. See, in the Hebrew, it's echad. Echad means one. Echad. So, God is echad. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai echad. Baruch Shem Kevod, Malkuto Leolam 
Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And when it says echad, that's the same word that it uses in Hebrew for a husband and wife. When God sees you, he doesn't see just you. <laughs> How many of you know that enemy can't touch her without touching you? A threefold cord is not easily broken. Amen. So, how many of you would like to start with that tonight? And then just keep going and believing God. Knowing that you have a team, it doesn't matter if your wife isn't here. She is here. You might think my wife is on an island. My wife is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, the cat's away. Not. No. What kind of lie from the devil is that? <laughs> Amen. Cantor Rogers home busy chopping up vegetables. <laughs> Hallelujah. If that's what you want, I want you just to get up and to come. Hallelujah. Come on. Get up and come. And we're going to pray with you. Hallelujah. Now, the woman with the issue of blood, she touched the hem of his garment. Now, this isn't just any garment. This is the garment. See, the wife buys the, she buys the tawid, according to numbers. She buys the tawid for the husband. And um, see right here, look at this. Baruch Hata Adonai. That doesn't say Adonai. That says Dalit. You know what Dalit is in Hebrew? Door. Blessed art thou, door. Who is the door? That's what you want. You want to go through the door, don't you? You want to enter in through the door. This is powerful. And so my wife, you know, she, she uh, why does she do that? She, know, she buys the talit for her husband because she knows that he's going to cover her in prayer all the days of their lives together. Hallelujah. And if anything attacks her, she can go to that room where that's in the talit bag. She can take it out. Why? Nobody else can. Nobody else can. But she can take it out. And she can wrap herself in it. And she can pray. And it's just like I'm standing there with her. Hallelujah. That happened with a woman that we went to clear across the country to do a wedding. And, she, and then later she called me. She says, I'm, I got the flu. I don't know what to do. And I said, well, remember when you, mar you know, got married, you got that towel eat for your husband? Well, yeah. Well, what does that do? Remember the woman with the issue of blood? She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. Well, that's the hem of the garment. This is the garment. 
not this jacket. And she did that while I was still on the phone, and she, I heard her squeal. And God healed her right then. Hallelujah. Why? Because they're in covenant. <laughs> they're, you don't have that living together. They're in covenant. <laughs> That's a big difference, isn't it? Now, what I'm going to ask you to do, and I, and I don't do this easily, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this to you. And, and then with your husband and stuff, and, you're gonna, and then just pass it on down till it goes all the way to the end. And see that beautiful man down there? I've known him for a long, long time. And, uh, and he's a real blessed man of God. Why? Hallelujah. Look, God has provided everything you need. Amen. So start that, you know, and pray and say, Lord, I receive the blessing for my marriage. I receive. Hallelujah. What the word says concerning that covenant relationship. I receive in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name. I receive that done right now. Amen. I receive it done. Hallelujah. I receive it done. And if you've got a financial need or any kind of need, you say, Lord, I have sown seed. I have sown seed according to your word. Hallelujah. And I'm expecting that return. Not That's not my motive for giving, but bless God, that's one of the benefits. Amen? It's one of the benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Hallelujah. Do you know how many songs there are that we sing in Hebrew all the time? All the time. You know, you don't even have to look at the book. Why? Because it becomes like your hand. Let me introduce you to my, your hand there, friend. Uh, no, you know your hand. Amen? You know your hand. You don't have to be introduced to it. Hallelujah. And whatever it takes, whatever it takes, blessings on you, brother. <laughs> it's great to see you too, man. Hallelujah. That, that brother there has fed me on, a, on occasion. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that nothing better? <laughs> Continue to pray. I receive it. I receive it. Don't let that receiver get broken. I receive it done. I receive it done. Blessed name of Yeshua. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I hold it, but pass it down. Pass it down. Hallelujah. 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 The length of time is not what does it. The woman reached up, touched that hem of the garment, was made whole. Made whole. Made whole. Hallelujah. She had gone to doctor after doctor after doctor. She had spent tons of money. Don't you think when she got healed, it was easy for her to let go of that money and just put it into the kingdom? 
Why? The doctors did nothing. But the kingdom did everything. Hallelujah. And where two are in agreement as touching in. Do you know why the devil hates marriage? That devil hates marriage. He hates it. As you get two people that are together as one, Echad, and they're praying, there's no limit. Hallelujah. To what can happen. Amen. There's no limit to what can happen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, if I wasn't married, bless God, I'd be praying for one. Amen. <laughs> you know, when they when we put the children under the hoopah and we sing over them and we pray over them, we pray that they will be good husbands and wives. Amen. Why? Because the devil hates it, but we love it. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, hallelujah. God is good. 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 Hallelujah. Uh, do you know where beauty and splendor, beauty and splendor, beauty and splendor are in the roots, are in the roots of that tree? That's Chaim. They're in the roots of that tree. And so when I get before the Lord, I say, Lord, I need some of that beauty, and some of that splendor. Hallelujah. And, and Yeshua hears that prayer, and he's, he's the only way. He's the trunk. He's the yesod. He's the foundation. And he goes to the Father, and he says, Hallelujah, Father, beauty and splendor belong unto you. Hallelujah. And they're here in this root system, and I'm taking that because all that's yours is mine, and I'm going to take it and give it to that brother that's praying. Amen. Hallelujah. There's something about that, isn't there? The goodness of God. The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. The goodness of God. You know, you're, you're told this all the time, that, that he's good all the time, right? He's good all the It's true. It is absolutely true. Hallelujah. 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 My little brother came to me and he told me, my wife has cancer of the throat. Did I get all upset and go, oh, that's just too bad, didn't he? Not too bad. I wish I wasn't, you know. I, I wonder, what, 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 what does she have done by the doctor? No. Hallelujah. I laid my hands on him. I don't have to go to his house and lay hands on his wife. I can lay hands on him. 
How much closer can you get? Amen. Hallelujah. But you've got to encourage people in their faith. Just because you believe it doesn't mean they gotten a hold of it yet. There was a lady in Bellevue, and she told her, her husband, Jesus is going to get me a tape recorder so I can listen to teaching tapes. And he said, well, Jesus better do it because I ain't spending any money. And I'm driving home, and the Lord spoke to me and said, there's a lady in Bellevue. And she just told her husband that Jesus was going to buy her a tape recorder. Do it. You're my money. Do it. We get the tape recorder. We walk over there. I knock on the door. I say to the man, this is from Jesus. And he looks at me and he goes, okay. And he shuts the door. And the Lord spoke to me and said, he didn't understand you. Knock on the door again. I knocked on the door. I said, the Lord told me that you didn't understand what I said. This is from Jesus. And he gave his life to Jesus. Why? Because there was no time. There wasn't enough time between when he spoke that to his wife for anything like that to be set up. There was no time. All of a sudden, I was there, and his wife wasn't even home. She didn't even see this, but he gave his life to Jesus. And do you know that he's still a believer to this day? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 